Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. Uh, realizing just how much uh, this nostalgia thing is going to get me. Mm-hmm. It's going to get me because at 43 years old and and I'm largely untouchable. I love what I love, but I don't get especially psyched about it. You know, loving the whole latest chapter of Marvel, but I'm not, you know, I'm not out there fighting the good fight on social media. If the nostalgia doesn't get you, the rhythm's going to. Well, the, yeah, the rhythm is going to get you. Gloria was clear about that. Uh, she she tried to warn us. Um, but, we but, didn't listen. But here's the thing, man, and, and I'm just going to get right into it. Uh, seeing Bowser on screen like that brought to life like that it's i'm excited like a kid i'm excited like a kid even though the concerns which we'll get into sure sure the audible vocal concerns well why don't we go ahead and introduce the guest if you don't mind i will and then we'll uh we'll get right into it uh we have uh from right here in tulsa comedian cepeda cheeks is with us this week hello 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 welcome to the show thank you for having me thanks for being here uh and you said it too that 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 you had concerns about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, so I think the quality, the presentation is going to be amazing. It but looks so good. That's no, I didn't doubt that, though. Like, we knew that was going to happen. Yeah. they knew Nintendo makes too much money for it not to happen. Well, and, and we live in the story. era of when it needs to look right, it does. You know, the, yes. the internet raised its voice, and now Sonic looked perfect Great. on screen. Great. Yeah. And one thing Nintendo always needed to do was beat sonic at something yeah i'm also a sonic uh lifer uh oh. i never had a nintendo but i had a sega genesis okay and so, so, oh, so you shit. were a we sonic finally found the sega kid sonic yeah. sonic was my guy okay right. people like mario like fuck mario <laughs> i'm sorry listen I cursed already no, 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 no. Right. that's okay you can say you can say fuck all you want but it was fuck mario that dug to my core i don't actually i don't say fuck mario let me not yeah because i i got hip to him later fair when I got a okay game, when i got a gamecube and then uh, what, what was, was it? Mario Sunshine? Yes, yeah. Mario Sunshine. I was like, "Yo, this is." Which ugly. was the one where they gave him a big old juicy rump? Do you uh, that? Uh, I've seen the photo going around this week <laughs> where it says, "Remember what they took from us," and it shows it shows him from like I don't know Mario 3D Galaxy or some shit. Yeah, where it's just got a big old juicy <laughs> dumper, like just a big thick yeah, rump, which, and then it goes to the shot of him from behind on the new one, and it's it's a pretty flat. Oh, he's got my ass. Pretty, yeah, one hundred percent. Same yeah, here. Same yeah, here. Yeah, I real bad. Ass. He real got a BBL for that. And, and the meme <laughs> says, "Remember what they took from us." <laughs> it's a shame, but That's no, I'm very not sure. Funny to me. Uh, yeah, as much as I've spent a lot of my life looking at the looking at his backside, that, I don't I just remember love that his ass. one time one of the developers was like <laughs> bigger. <laughs> He needs to be thicker. More, yeah. more, more. They weird science. He it. can't fit down the pipes. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Don't, don't He's get gonna get stuck. Yeah. Man, all right. Enough about Mario and his dump truck ass. Well, okay. Here's a, the the problem is obviously Chris Pratt. <laughs> now, as in many things, Fair we can't so. we Fair can't so. get past the fact that it's already happened. We're mad because it's Chris Pratt because. To be honest, no matter how much you like Chris Pratt, which I think he's fantastic in most things. I love Parks yeah, and Rec, love yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. We're just, it's too much. And Hollywood has this habit of doing that where somebody's hot and they're just, put, put them in everything. Put yeah. them in everything. Fucking doesn't matter. Doesn't matter whether they're made for it. Doesn't matter whether they're good for it. Just put them in there because he's the guy. And this is the time where you had to skip over the guy to get the right guy and they didn't do it they could have made a guy off now that being said 
I was one of the first when we very first talked about this. I was very mad about the Chris Pratt casting. Very upset. Yeah. Very upset. Uh, also because, you know, just I've got a little bit of a thing with Chris Pratt and his personal beliefs, but that's not here nor there. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, given everything my brain told me could possibly happen, this is not the worst version of it. And so I'm somehow not as mad as I thought I would be. If that in any way makes sense. It's still not what it should be. It's still not what's right for the movie. But I think I'll be able to handle it. Five words give me hope. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Linda Belcher, baby. <laughs> the, the, they're, they're calling it a Linda Belcher impression. Uh, you know, we talked, uh, I think, even before Cepeda got here, how it, it's got... New York Italian yes. or New York Jew kind of overtones. Yes. Um, and whatever it is. Which as an Italian and a Jew, we can, we, we we can, can say safely that. say yeah. six of one, half dozen of the other. The um, <laughs> <laughs> But the thing about it is that it's just so bland. A little. Yes. It, it, but here's the thing. It's not... <laughs> What I was really and truly expecting was just Chris Pratt doing fucking Andy from Parks and Rec with his regular ass voice. <laughs> I was, yeah, and I that was gonna be like a just like <laughs> just a terrible impersonation of like of an Italian, like an Italian plumber. Like he was like, "Here we go!" Like, yeah, hey, yeah. it's me, a fucking Mario, me. you fucking goomba bitch. <laughs> That was the big debate. Was he going to do a Chris Pratt voice or was he going to try and do the high pitched Charles Martinet squeaky Mario voice? Or like a Captain it, Lou Albano from the Super Mario Super Show version. And that to me is where he's going. He's leaning more into Captain Lou That's than Charles in my Martinet. Sweet spot, though. That's in my sweet spot. I fucking. Captain Lou for me almost is what my brain defaults to for Mario. It's more of a gruff. It's it's he's, yeah. He's just he's a he's a he's a fucking plumber. Swing you know? your plumber. arms from side to side. Oh god, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Can we do it? Can we pull it up? Do please? we want to pull up? Do the Mario? Fucking yes, we do. Okay. Do I'll you remember it. this show, the Dude. Super Mario Brothers Super Show? It was the animated show from like the late '80s or early '90s, and oh, it had live action cutaways. And the Mario was played by Captain Lou Albano. Really? Which, if you're a wrestling fan. Here it is. From side to side. I saw the movie, the live action movie for Mario. We haven't even talked that, about Bob and that Hoskins. was a British man. That movie was terrible. That was an awful movie. Yeah, they didn't even try. They were like, source material, fuck it. Yeah. Who needs it? Yeah. Do the Mario I love it. See, and, and the the Mario is also. I think that they were like trying to put together what the Mario dance was going to be. And then Captain Lou was like, look, this is what you got from me. I will swing my arms from side to side. And that's about it. <laughs> if anybody knows Mario, it's me. It's me. I look, Mario. I got the voice. I got the look. I got everything you want, but I ain't dancing. Why put me in red overalls if I'm not Mario? That's that's how it is. Exactly. But he's got the white shirt on, so he obviously has firepower right now. Oh, okay. That, he does. He's got the fire flower. He's he got looks fire like flower. He just painted a house. Yeah. <laughs> Save a mushroom kingdom, put up siding. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, I Wish forgot I, I was a plumber. <laughs> I did the wrong job today. <laughs> My resume, I, I, I work at both. <laughs> he's trying to expand. Yeah, he's trying to diversify I mean, his resume. Mario drives cars, 
baseball, basketball. Mario does every job. He's an Olympian. Mar- yeah, yeah, Mario is a, a, a multi-sport athlete. He's like the Bo Jackson of the video. Game. I think he's well, beyond Bo Jackson. For he's sure. Just, Bo Jackson was a lazy yeah. two sports. Only That's, two. Bo, yeah. But like Mario's like an MVP in all sports. He's yeah. like a 10-time all-star. He's the winner yeah. in all. Yeah. <laughs> well, and how does he have time to save the kingdom and train for all these different sports at the same time? See what he. That's why he invites all of them, too. So he's like, keeps Hilton, an eye on them. Hilton, what? what you don't realize... All that saving, it was the training. It oh, the training. Oh, okay. We're talking like Mr. Miyagi here. He thought this whole time that he was just washing cars and standing the floor, but he, he was, was training karate. He was training. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. If you yeah. wash enough floors and sand enough doors, fucking real good at karate. <laughs> instantly know karate. That's that is how martial arts work. It just kicks in like a, a winter soldier, like a yeah, yeah. <laughs> Manchurian yeah, like a, like candidate. A, yeah, yeah, exactly. You say that the say the phrase, which is this floor is clear, <laughs> and suddenly you know uh, every, every kata. kata. Yeah, kung fu. No, kata is not. Kata is like the um, slower, like dance uh oh that's not like the steps of like karate no a kata is more for like um i don't think you use kata in fighting well i i here's what i know is that and i'll be corrected harshly i'm sure if i'm wrong (laughs) you and i are a a a valuable resource on this topic we're very learned (laughs) so (laughs) definitely our wheelhouse our our whole thing is being super knowledgeable yeah stuff yeah everything we get into uh, actually, amazingly enough, okay, Mario's probably it. the one thing I, I I can speak with some some clarity on. So around what you said, you you got into Mario at GameCube era. GameCube. So you era. missed Super Mario World, the SNES Super Mario. I did. So I had like you know cousins or something. Okay. That I had, but I never. I played. That was the it. best well, one. Well, also he had the Genesis. So you know, and the whole Genesis thing was Sonic beats the fuck out of Mario. Sure. Sure. So. And I and I had both. I was the one kid that I, that I was like, I don't know, Big I got both. I love Sonic. Yeah. Um, I think plus, there was just, you know, they did the whole thing where there was games that you could get on one that you couldn't get on the other. So yeah. you, you kind of had to have both. I think up until, in my opinion, I think up until GameCube, Sonic had the better resume. Yeah. But it was like a neck and neck. It was like, oh, man. But then... Soon as like GameCube went away, Sonic games started to be terrible. And I think what it was is that Mario had a few versions out by that point, like four or five, and Sonic had fewer versions, but they were all bangers. They were all really good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they didn't have a Super Mario two where like only ten percent of the population was into it. <laughs> yeah, true. And then you're right though, Sonic hit. 3D real hard. Yeah, it did. It's like they didn't, they spent a lot, long time where they were like, we got real good at making this guy go fast from left to right. We don't know what the fuck to do when he can go forward and back. <laughs> it's like hard to do that because it's yeah. the time, like, whenever I play, I'm like, I can't oh, control this. So was, the, exactly. The first time I ever played like a 3D game going from strictly 2D my whole life, mm-hmm. like, it was super jarring. And I was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm and scared. It yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> What is this? <laughs> Our version of 3D was like Star Fox. Yeah. I think that might have been the first. Well, I remember playing. No, it was like Mario Party because I went to a friend's house and he had Nintendo 64. And I said, what the fuck is this? I said, what, the, what are they doing? And we were playing like Mario Party. And I was like. Is that what Galaxy He went diagonal. Yeah. I said, was Mario Galaxy, was that on? That was Wii. That was on Wii. Yeah. Right. I played I that because I had a Wii. And that's 
one of the best games ever. That's actually. so good. Yeah, what I was just, the first one on GameCube? Is that the one you just said? Super Mario Sunshine. But uh, or, I mean, not on GameCube, on 64. That was Super Mario 64. Super Mario 64. 64. Yeah. Maybe which, that's what I was thinking. Which is probably the best game ever. I don't know. It's that like was the first time where I was like, this is hard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. That really like changed the world when it dropped. <laughs> it really did. Yeah. I was... I was um, ill-equipped for that i was not ready well and there, there was a while where programmers had a hard time working with the camera in 3d games and really making sure that us as players knew where we were going where our guy was and his relation to that world they still struggle with it it's games i play today where i'm like this camera sucks exactly exactly <laughs> but it 64 was probably the first game that came up with some kind of like working system at all that's why Mario's better because than everybody. Mario's the greatest game franchise. You can't like Mario's like the Tom Brady of games. It's just like you might not like it. It might not be everyone's favorite. Yeah, but he's the best. You know you're gonna have a good time. You know every he's never had a game. I'm like this game is flawed. I don't think he's ever had a game like oh I can't enjoy this. Right? Yeah. Like, like every game is just ten out of ten. And the few where there are examples of things that are less than stellar, it's usually because somehow someone else is working with the property. If it's Nintendo developing it, yeah. you know you're going to deal with success. It's pretty perfect. Because they test it, they're going to revise it, they're going to... Well, their big thing, their philosophy has always been about play. Like, mm -hmm. they want you to enjoy playing. Have fun. And, and I think that's why, you know, Mario, is, as video game characters go, he's kind of ill-suited for it. Why, why is this... Bronx Italian plumber, working man, this this Playing generational man. hero. He's a representation of all of us. But that's why I love Spider Man. Spider Man's my favorite superhero ever. Cool, because he's the most relatable. Like Spider Man will save the day and go home to an eviction notice on his door. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be he's like, damn. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. And he could quit. He's, he's like, like, I want to save the whole goddamn city, and you're gonna worry about my rent. Mm -hmm. I can't even get rent free. That's the problem with having a secret identity. He talks about quitting like every day, and then he like when it's time to quit, he's like, No, I'm not quitting, bro. Like, I can't quit, man. Like, what would happen yeah. though if he went to the landlord and was like, Hey, um, I'm Spider Man. I'm Spider Man. Well, but he doesn't do that. <laughs> That's a big part of the character. Is he right. knows? I don't give a shit if you Spider Man rents due on the first. Yeah, right. I don't give a fuck. Swing your fucking <laughs> swing but, your ass to the bank right now. But even if he could, if the if the landlord would be like, okay, fine, you protect my building and you get free rent, Spider Man wouldn't do it because he knows it wouldn't be the most it's honest transactional. Way to do this. Genuine. Yeah. yeah. Spider Man should just be an influencer. Wow, Spider Man right? is kind of one of the most he's like the most genuine superhero. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of them. So I are there? I'm I'm hesitant to he say is, I don't know. He's in my I think he's the most well written. Like, like, yeah. We've taken no, down some superheroes before. We had an entire episode no, called "Defund the Batman." You should have, you should have had me on it because <laughs> I also do the same thing. I'm like, well, for example, like Hawkeye's like Hawkeye's cool. He was killing Japanese people for no reason. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, they were. What was that weren't, about? Weren't they like, like bad, um, like corporate, you know, takeover kind of guys? Like, weren't they doing? Don't give me or like probably the Yakuza. So. Or, or Yakuza? Yeah, okay. Isn't that those type of guys like here in America? Why did he go to Japan to get rid of them, though? Why did I just stay in America? Oh, is America? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're on America first. Yeah, <laughs> superheroes. Like, yeah, take care of American <laughs> yeah. problems. That man watched uh, a, free, a Yakuza movie and was like, I got to get in on this. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are bad. These guys are real bad. He played, I got to get over there. It he is played the question. Tekken story mode and was like, <laughs> <laughs> going after him. I got to help. <laughs> I'm going to throw my son in the volcano. I'm the only one that can help. Kazuya's going down, man. I um man, man Tekken. That's a good. That's if you got a good, a good Tekken pull. movie, yeah, that might a good Tekken movie though, which is probably impossible to do. 
fighting games. That's the thing about a fighting game is because the concept of a fighting game is essentially just a tournament, and it's hard to make a movie about a tournament that's not like best of the best. Yeah. Like, which is, just, you know, it ends up being kind of corny. Like Mortal Kombat. I'm not going to lie. I liked the 90s Mortal Kombat. Oh, I liked it too. It's bad, but it was fun. It's been, <laughs> but like, I watched it as a Anything I watched as a kid, look at me, this was ass, but like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so hard to watch stuff that you loved as, a, as an adult. And you're like, oh, this movie fucking ruled. I can't wait to rewatch it. And then halfway through, you're like, oh, man, oh, this yeah. movie's bad. But that speaks to the movies that are still good. It's like, oh, it aged well. It's still. Or, or the ones where you can realize that it is bad, but you still fucking love it mm-hmm. like i have a lot of those like howard the duck i know that movie is trash but i love that movie oh yeah yeah still you know my torch burns for jurassic park 3 you know i'll take it yeah crappy pterodactyls <laughs> you know uh talking velociraptors i'm in i'm hell in. hell yeah i'm so, alan alan talk yeah well there's the dream on the plane where it's like alan oh yeah and then later they like blow That's through the so skull goddamn funny what's they, my favorite bad movie they uh they make them talk and, and then they talk so, anyway, moral of the story for me is I'm not as pissed as I was. I'm fine with it. I've accepted that it's not going to not be Chris Pratt. We're at the point of no return. It's going to be Chris Pratt, and I cannot change that. Yeah. So, if he's going to do a voice, if it's going to be him doing Linda Belcher the whole time, that's going to be kind of fun for me, and to be honest. You know what's about to happen. Someone's going to outperform Mario. Like We're probably going to like Luigi more in the movie, or Toad's going to yeah. be... Oh, upstage him? It's going to upstage him, and it's going to change the hands of Nintendo. Toad might become the face. Mario might be a side character. Oh, shit. They already kind of got me there, because Jack Black's Bowser sounds great. Bowser might get his own game soon. Right. There we go. He's going to be the face. Yeah. I could take a a Bowser story. Yeah. Like an origin story of like, uh, you know, where uh, Bowser was at one time good. Yeah. Something made him bad. And then they're going to do that, too. He's going to have a troubled childhood. See? His big brother used to bully him. I mean, we just got the rise of Gru. We can get the rise of Bowser. Exactly. Because, like, Hollywood loves oh. the villains. Wasn't yeah. always a villain. Like, exactly. look at Marvel now. Remember when the Hulk, Spider-Man, and Wolverine were, like, the faces of Marvel? Oh, yeah. Now it's like Iron Man. Loki is, lo- like, a face of Marvel now. Yeah. People, yeah. 20 years ago, we all hated Loki. Hated or didn't know or didn't care. Yeah. Yes. If you were like a comic reader, you hated Loki. Was a terrible guy. He did terrible things. Yeah. What was oh. it uh, from uh, WandaVision? Agnes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Agatha Harkness. Agatha. Yeah. Like that's a character nobody knew, and then for a while it was. Oh like, yeah. Agatha's the fucking shit. Agatha. Yeah. The, the, Agatha was the Fantastic Four's babysitter for a decade. <laughs> you want to know how little known or cared about that character was. Uh, also, not to mention, she looks like uh, she makes Aunt May look young and hot. And I don't mean Marissa Tomei, Aunt May. I mean comic book uh, Rosemary, whatever, from the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Oh, Agatha Harkness in the comics is like, uh, like, she's the like grandma, 30 years old. The, the grandma from Tweety and Sylvester. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you remember the grandma from? Yeah, that's what she looks like. I miss when Looney Tunes was like primetime television. I don't, oh, yeah. The downfall of Looney Tunes confuses me. I mean, they're still kind of popping. But. Well, and they brought it back, but it just wasn't as... Wasn't that show as good. was good, though. But you know, I think the reason why we'll never have Looney Tunes like we had Looney Tunes is there's no more Mel Blank. There's no oh, yeah. more... Uh, I'm blanking on everybody else's names that did famous cartoon voices back then. Uh, but as soon as I saw some credits, I'd be like, yeah, that guy, that guy, that guy. Well, and they don't... Um, uh, like Disney, too. 
Yeah. Well, the, the concept of those shorts, those little three to five minute cartoon so shorts. So many of them were Mel Blank. Yeah. That'd be like perfect now because everyone's attention span sucks now because of like TikTok and stuff. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing is, is, is now would be the perfect time to do that, but there's no, they don't seem to be taking advantage of that to release it on the right platform. Because we're not watching those five-minute videos on television. We're watching it either on YouTube, on our phones, uh, you know, on our computers. Or if you're on, on TV, it's via the app, you know. But so that's, damn it. Come on, Looney Tunes. We just solved the problem for you. We did. Listen, I just need 1% of royalties. I'll take two. Uh, you know, let's, Actually, let's, Let me just be a writer. Let me be a writer on the Looney Tunes. Yeah, a job. You know, we don't need a handout. We'll take a yeah, job. We need a, yeah, give us work. Uh, from now on, uh, the three of us are the writers of Looney Tunes. It's it's been decided. It's been decided. I want to write on a Disney. I want to get. I want to revive Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I want to. I want to. Um, oh, Mickey's still going hard on Disney. Actually, I Disney. Uh, like he's got he's got Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. He's got Mickey Mouse Funhouse. Uh, I guess I just he's got Mickey's it. Roaster Roadsters Racers. Okay, Roadster Racers. You know who I want to rehab? Pepe Le Pew. Oh, rehabilitate. I want to re- rehabilitate Pepe Le Pew. Because <laughs> he's had a rough run. He was a little grabby. A little, I little... mean, he never really got canceled, though. Nobody was uh, like... They were... They he, were... Ne- he never had consequences. They were was, on he, was he in Space Jam Hold too? on a second. I what I need to say... What I need to see first is that Pepe's learned. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Has Pepe learned anything? I'm going to write or is he, he going to come? Is he going to come right out and be right back to his old uh, uh, cat humping ways? Nope. He's, nope. He's, he's a victim's advocate now. He's he's uh, he he's he's really trying to, to to wipe the pew off is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to clean things up, uh, wipe the pew off. Make a he's got a no stink approach to uh, to, to to targeting uh, you know uh, people who overstep the bounds when it comes to you know physical assault, sexual assault. Things yeah, like wow, that. it really was pretty much just fucking Mel Blank. You're, yeah, you're sick. Pepe. Like every other name is like one that I don't recognize. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, when Mel Blanc died, uh, and everybody got quiet for a minute. That's but, understandable because some some people just make the characters. It's kind of like you got to do it again or something. You just make a new character. Like you can't repeat. Yeah, because like I don't know certain people I'm like. Up, oh, if they can't play it, then uh, would you get a new guy? No, you should just cancel it. Oh, you should just stop it. Like yeah, like yeah. That's, look yeah. at this. Uh, now that's not your actual voice, is it? No, I have a very deep voice. Uh, do you, uh, do you re- This is him on Letterman in like the 80s. Do you remember 80s. the first uh, oh, yeah. voice that you did? Yes. I do. I remember the first voice I did. Now that's oh, your so real voice right there. This is my it? real voice, yeah. yeah. The first voice I ever did was this. <laughs> that was. A, I don't remember it, but that was the first yeah. voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, aside from the the list of folks, uh, list of characters that we uh, mentioned in the introduction, uh, what others have you been responsible for? Well, there's uh, Yosemite Sam. That's a real raucous cowboy. And uh, of course, there's uh, Pepe Le Pew. He's the little French skunk. <laughs> He's the pussycat. Mm. Ew, yucky. It even feels and, gross. Uh, Horn, I say, uh, pay attention, David. That Foghorn Lake, <laughs> that big rooster, he talks like that, you know. You looking for chicken? Do you see that little house over there that says D-O-G? That smells chicken. Go get them, boy. <laughs> uh, now, we, we have some... Uh, well, that's uh, just delightful. Here of uh, some of your work. You know, uh, it's going to be... Oh, this is kind of a montage. Yeah, a montage. Oh, yeah. There's a few of the characters that are in the picture. Okay. All right. We'll take a look at that. Okay. And uh, is there oh, anything I love you need one. to I miss when people call it a picture. 
<laughs> well, they're just a bunch of nutty people, that's all. Okay, so this is... Uh... Pew! No, no, not Pew. Lepew. Pepe Lepew is my name. Wow, that's wild. He really did pretty much all of them. What a legend. Whoa, that's... He yeah. made... They owe him everything. He should have like no 50. joke, dude. Why doesn't Mel Blank have like a statue or something? He should have like a 33% I bet he does. in their was, stock or whatever. They I feel owe- like I feel like maybe he was like really problematic behind the scenes. Probably, right? <laughs> I could tell. Oh, out. from the Foghorn Leghorn voice. Well, I based know. on like when, when he was alive. <laughs> I could tell his opinions on Martin Luther King during that time based off that Foghorn Leghorn voice. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. I, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What's funny, as a kid, Foghorn Leghorn was my favorite. But he just reminded that me. That is Walt Disney, you son of a bitch. Walt oh, Disney. that is Walt. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> that is Walt. Who's your, who's your favorite Looney Tune? Ooh, solid question. Uh, Roadrunner. Really? Yeah. Roadrunner. Daffy is Daffy for me. Daffy? Yeah. That's a good one. I don't know. Something about I always like, I hope he beats Bugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, Every, Bugs was fucking with him a lot. Bugs so. is pretty smug. Yeah, Bugs is the Jim from the Office of the Looney Tunes. Bugs just all Bugs, he always won. I was like, Ugh. Bugs like John Cena, like oh, stop winning. I did like mm-hmm. I don't Marvin, hate you. I liked Marvin the Martian a lot, but I was also a huge Sylvester and Tweety guy. Okay, just the I liked the that I liked Tweety Bird a lot because he was small, but he was always winning. Yeah, I uh, I liked Roadrunner. Something about him always always getting away and and just kind of you know not having a lot to say, but just kind of and not having to thing. try very hard either. No, you know the Wiley is like putting all this work into all these things, and Roadrunner is just just coming on by, eating the seed, and meep meep, and he's gone. He's, he's out. Yeah. Do y'all remember this show? It was on like Channel Eleven or like the WB Kids, whatever. And the Looney Tunes were like superheroes. Yes. Do you remember that? I do remember that. That was called... And low-key, it was pretty good show. It was. But it got canceled. But, man, it was good. Yeah, that right there. Lunatics. Lunatics Unleashed. Mm, I don't remember that This one. show was yeah. great. This was... See, epic. I remember, like, that and that. Okay, you just remember them being, like, WB heroes. Like no, Superman I'm talking about stuff. Yeah, I'm talking about that show. Oh, I never saw that. So I remember when this came out... And, uh, oh shit! And it didn't do well. It didn't do well, but I thought it was great. Nice. I think it probably didn't do well because of how different they made them look. If they probably maybe if they would have looked more. Well, also, when they got backlash for being like a hard edge, it was super like serious. Uh, it was, yeah. But like it was a good plot. But like they were, it wasn't a lot of humor. It was humor, like light humor. Like it wasn't no. But it was it was like an action show. It was an action show. Like they were getting busy. They it were sucks how much trashy white trash tattoos have ruined the Tasmanian devil, isn't it? Like yes, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like just shitty fucking trashy tattoos. Like poor Taz. Same for the cookie monster. He's on so many like pasty mm-hmm. white cellular, like just ew. He didn't deserve that. He did not deserve that. He didn't deserve that. <laughs> Justice for Taz. You know who's next? Goku. People tattooing Goku everywhere. Yeah, everywhere, everywhere. Man, uh, yeah, uh, not, can't stream Lunatics anywhere. Lunatics Unleashed. Only oh, wow. buy it. Buy it for three bucks an episode or twenty dollars for the full season. Man, how uh, many episodes in the I'd season? Get, I'd get high one day and do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wondering. Fifth, Thirteen episodes, and it's a good show. Yeah, it's a good show. Oh man! Look at the, look at these guys in this some kind of like council. This is whatever. like a serious. Is there a trailer? Serious. 
Let's see if there's a trailer. It's definitely a trailer on like YouTube. Yeah, let's watch that. Uh, there's the intro. There's the fan trailer. Huh. Also, we're in the era. Just do the intro. Fuck it. All right, let's watch the intro. It'll give us a look into the... In oh, it'll definitely. In the year 2772, a meteor strikes the city planet of Acmetropolis, knocking it off Acmetropolis. its axis. This cosmic event releases supernatural forces unleashing a new kind of hero, the lunatics. Ace Bunny. Laser vision. So they're not even... It's not bugs. He got a sword. Teleport. Bunny. Wow. Danger duck. They're like, ooh, we wanted to call him Darkwing Duck so bad. <laughs> That'd be dangerous. Tech E Coyote. This was a great show. This was. Wow. They went, they went hard on that. I'm blanking on his name, but I just remembered the other guy that did a whole bunch of uh, voices, and it was the guy that did Winnie the Pooh. Uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, I don't know. He did... Uh, they weren't Looney Tunes, but he did a lot of other cartoon voices. See if we watch a little more. To protect the galaxy. I, I'm deeply curious about this show. <laughs> I'm deeply curious now. I may, right. I may go home and buy the season. It's pretty good. I may do it. It's pretty good. Man, all right. Anyway, Super Mario looks good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Santa yeah. Claus Sonic is coming fun. to town. I'm going to beat your ass. Man. Violent Night. Violent Night. Uh, David Harbour, uh, also another one that's kind of riding a wave of popularity right now, uh, but I'm not tired of him yet, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> you got to strike when it's hot. Strike the iron when it's hot. Also, he doesn't seem to have deeply problematic uh, worldviews. Quite the opposite. He seems to have. Uh, yeah, he seems pretty, to be a pretty cool, uh, dude. Yeah, a lot of green flags on that guy. Um, yeah, this looks so fun. I know Alexis. She was in that Michael B. Jordan movie where he was like special forces and he killed a lot of people because they killed his uh, wife. Oh, Great. I mean that'll make you do it. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I would try and kill at least one person if someone killed my wife. Definitely. Oh no, he took care of everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's the funniest stuff to me when like movies do. Like one guy is just murking an entire legion. Because he of got people. mad. Because he's upset. Like John Wick. <laughs> kill my dog. I kill, kill my everyone. dog. Kill my wife. I'm now invincible. You know that scene where you have a dead wife, so they got a flashback to your dead wife. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like her in a white field. Yep. <laughs> it's like oh. But yeah, this looks pretty amazing. Pretty much, uh, 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 family is attacked uh, by some kind of group of armed militant types, and Santa led happens. by Johnny Legs. Johnny Legs, go old uh, Jonathan Leguizamo Esquire. <laughs> He's uh, a lawyer. Uh, is, do you have to be a lawyer to be Esquire? I thought you. I thought that's what Esquire meant. Oh, I think we uh, we've done this before. On probably. The show. We've we've probably talked about. So, Peter, do you know what what does Esquire, Esquire mean? Does that mean you're a lawyer? The magazine. I thought that was when you were knighted. <laughs> yep, that's what it is. Uh, uh, Johnny Legs, OBE, uh, Order of the British Empire. 
Um, OBGYN. What's his, uh, what's John Lig? I'm kind of behind on him. Why? Oh, what's, he was Luigi his... in the first Super Mario movie with Bob Hoskins. Yeah. So what you're telling me is he should have voiced Mario. <laughs> yeah. Of I would have taken that. I would have 100% taken that. I would have also taken Bob Hoskins uh, voicing Mario. What uh, is your fan cast? Like, who do you oh, shit. think you would absolutely would Guys, be best? real quick. Yeah. We're both right. Definition one, a title appended to a lawyer's surname. Title two, or definition two, a young nobleman in training for knighthood acted as an attendant to a knight. Is there a third one that just says whatever Hilton said? That's just a squire. Not yeah, that's, squire. Yeah, hey, I just heard the squire in it. You sure you didn't just Google a squire? No, dummy. <laughs> Look, it says right there, Esquire, uh, okay. noble rank. E huh. So this whole time we were thinking they were saying a uh, squire <laughs> e- they're saying esquire e esquire it's in the game <laughs> that was of all the voices you've ever done on the show that was probably the closest it's in the game do it again because do the real one ea sports it's in the game that was pretty close that, that, was, that was pretty good too bad that, i uh, i i've been playing so i showed you i've i've the I, i've been playing the analog pocket a lot uh, which is uh, analog pocket, which is <laughs> analog pocket. Um, that's uh, that's my favorite Jim Gaffigan bit is about the analog pocket. Where he talks about playing retro video games. Um, the system is really doing great now that a lot of developer cores have been released. It can now emulate uh, about a dozen different systems. Uh, so I've been playing classic EA sports games like NHL 94 or um, some of the early um, ML uh, BPA games. So that has been fun. So that, okay. that little voice has been living rent-free in my head this week. Yeah, that, yeah. That one, then I showed you guys Sonic Sonic on there earlier. So that 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 Sega, that's been in my head, too. Sega! Uh, what a nostalgic time when you heard that one. Sega! Right? Remember when I went to that? I do. I do. Sega! And you're like, fuck! <laughs> First time. Stop scaring me. What a nostalgic Why are you yelling at me, Sega? <laughs> so, y'all remember... So this Mario movie. Yeah, it's, it's a good adaption. But yeah. Remember the Power Rangers that came out a couple Ooh. years ago? Oh, recently? solid movie. Is it? it was no solid. shit. I have been thinking about watching that one lately. Was it, it like new cast? Yes, yeah. it was all new. It was like original. Okay. So they switched it. Charlize Theron was in it. She played Rita Rita Repulsa. And wow, this movie was Did we talk, very we had to have solid. Yeah. It was extra. I went and seen it with my girlfriend at the time. She said, like, "You really about to go see Pirates?" I said, "Yes." And you're going with me. You're like, no, no, no. We we are going to see the Pirates. Yeah. It was funny. It was nothing but kids. It was nothing but kids. I was like the only. Oh yeah. yeah. And I remember they were being there. Little, they were being a little loud. I was like, "Shut up!" Like, this is funny. I'm trying to watch this. <laughs> you I, you didn't watch Mighty. You Morphin don't appreciate as a this. Kid. This is every morning getting ready for school. Right before we, I remember, because as soon as Mighty Morphin went off, my mom was like, okay, it's time to get in the car. So I used to watch Power Rangers every morning. And I remember watching just like when Tommy came, I was like, he's beating the shit out of them. I was like, what's going on? Why are y'all letting this man son y'all like this? Mm-hmm. And then like he joined the team. I said, I can't look at y'all the same. I said, he's, <laughs> y'all are frauds. He joins the team and then he becomes like the most powerful one when he becomes the White Ranger. Of course. Have you ever heard? I have a bit about that. So I talk about black history. Black history for me was the first time it was a black Red Ranger. I said, we made it. That hit me more than when Obama became president. I was like, listen, Obama's cool and all. I fuck with him. But 
And it was what was his name? TJ. He was the bald. He's bald. For some, why are you seventeen and bald? But he was <laughs> he was bald. But Tommy hand picked him. He said, "I want you." And I said, "Tommy picked him. Tommy picked him. He was great." And at that point, too, Tommy was like the arbiter. He was the one making decisions for the Power Rangers. Man, this guy started out as a villain. Remember SPD though, the guy with dreads. Became, he was actually a, a thug. He was a criminal. And uh-huh. then the dog said, "He's the red one." And then the the suck up was like this guy. And it was like passive. <laughs> it's like passive racism. The host, the show, show. He was like, "He's a thug. He's from the streets, boss." And he's like, "He gets it more than you." <laughs> the last episode, he's like, "He's black." They're <laughs> so like, "Yeah, we fucking kn- get this guy out of here." Right, he looks back and says, "This no. guy sucks." He said, "No, I'm red." <laughs> <laughs> In your fucking face. Oh man, um, Power Rangers was the one that for me it was like I was like two or three years too old. Yeah, um, where like right when it came out was when I was old enough to be like, mm, "That's baby stuff." You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you're when you're too pretentious because you're like. Starting to get, you're like, I'm in a Nirvana now. <laughs> See, I was just at that point, or, or or even just a little bit older than I'm a little bit older than you. But where I was, where I was living at the time, it was airing right when I got home from school, and it was the only thing that was on. Okay. So there was like a year you and a like, half or two it. years where I was, I just watched it because I was like, yeah, fuck it, all right, this it's is here. on. Yeah. So, um. So you you have a kid? Yes. yes. How, how old? Four. He'll be four. Five in February. Yeah. Nice. So you're about to. You're getting to the age now where have you? Tried to it's a, a boy, yes. Boy. Okay, yes. Have you started trying to show him like cool shit from your childhood yet? Is I know he's my son because he just naturally likes it. Did it? Yeah, he just like he likes it more than I. did. There was I nothing think. more demoralizing to me than like trying to show my kids something that I thought was amazing as a kid and having my kid be like, "This is fucking lame." <laughs> no, he loves everything that I love. Oh, you're so lucky. I want that. Why does my kid like cool shit? No, my son like literally. So he plays video games a lot. Like he plays video games a lot. He's really into like Super Smash Bros. That's like his favorite video. That's a good game. one. Nice. And so with that, all the characters in the game, he kind of like asked me like, "What's up with this guy?" Like so, I, I like go like he really likes Kingdom Hearts. Like because that was my shit as a kid, bro. Nice. Kingdom Hearts is the greatest game of all time. <laughs> now, did you play the most recent one? Yes. How'd you like Disappointed. that? Uh, yeah, it was okay. no, it wasn't bad, but we waited like ten years for it. Yeah, and it was like a seven out of ten. Like Kingdom Hearts two is like nine point five out of ten. Okay. Kingdom Hearts one's like eight point eight. Okay. What was the one that was on that Sega emulator? Mario or I mean no Mario <laughs> Mickey. It was like a spooky one. Oh oh. Spooky Mickey's one. like haunted. No, it wasn't that. Man, I don't, oh. It was on the one that you left us. The the Genesis. You had one. the Genesis Mini, so that would have been uh, World of Illusion with uh, yep. with Mickey Mouse. See, look at this guy. He's an yeah. encyclopedia. He's a Wikipedia. He's a he's a <laughs> big, big nerd. Yeah, that's what I am. Video yeah. game wiki. I'm like yeah. an intermediate nerd. Like I'm a nerd. I was a heavy nerd when I was younger. Yeah. But then as I got older, I was like, let me not stop being a nerd. There's then, there's a point where kind of getting back to it though. There's a point where we all, as nerds, we step away from the nerd stuff for a minute, and I think it's when we we remi- we, we learn about sex. And I was gonna say for me, it was yeah, it was sure. music, drugs, and sex. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's one of those. Sometimes all of them. I yeah. got obsessed with music, which then led me to drugs and sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. ladies don't want to hear about Dragon Ball Z all day. You they know? really don't. They don't, except well, for the ones that do. Yep. 
and then they just do. I guess like, that, and that's a thing that has grown exponentially, and, and I think it's in part because a lot of these industries, video games, anime, have been more uh, open and embracing of women. But there are a lot more girls who are into that stuff. And as a kid growing up, uh, you know, I didn't have a lot of, of female friends that were into that stuff, or at least that were vocal about it. Actually, one of my best friends when I was younger, she was like a devout like nerd. Nice. Like, she uh like she looked like Naruto, Yu Gi Oh and stuff. That's great. And I was like, she had like whole decks and stuff. I was like, are you a duelist? She's like, Psh, I am. I was like, what's going on? I was like, I think the moral is if you're not both nerdy about the same thing. That person doesn't want to hear about the thing you're super nerdy about all the time. You yeah. can give them like surface level stuff. <laughs> yeah, about yeah, yeah. It, but yeah. keep it like to the, until they show interest. Exactly. In, yeah. And then remember to ask them about their nerdy stuff that you're not into. Yeah. If, I actually, been, if they've been listening yes. to you, I love listening to other people's nerdy stuff. Actually, uh-huh. I'm open. In, I'm open. You could tell me anything. Like uh, somebody tell me about like hunting, and I'm always like, ew, hunting. But then now when they tell me, I'm like, bro. I would super try hunting. Well, let me tell mm-hmm. you about a little band called Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my nerd thing. They uh, they are a concept band, and all of their music and albums center around uh, comic books. Yeah, and uh, okay. a full fictional universe that they created over you know yes. 10, 15 it's years. It's very nerdy. You know what's crazy? Rappers do the same thing. Yeah. Oh, Rapper- yeah. Slick Rick has a whole fictional universe. Uh, and children's story. Knock him out the park. Del the Funky Homo Sapien did the whole like mm-hmm. Deltron 3030. It was a whole yeah, it was fucking great. It's yeah. just musical storytelling, just Love like shit. you know. Yeah. I'd see you know, gotta link it. You gotta yeah. link it. It's good stuff. And that's how you learn people's stuff. You just kinda like, so it's like that, right? And it's like exactly. And then that's <laughs> how, that's how they figure it out. Hell yeah. And that's how you branch into new interests. Do y'all like pro wrestling? I was I don't like it currently, but I was a huge pro wrestling fan growing up. I loved it growing up. I took a break. You know, like you hit that age where uh, everybody, yeah. everybody found out it was fake. I've been new, but I still liked it. But I'll stop watching now. And then I came back. And it was some moment happened. I was like, yo, this is crazy. What what are they these guys doing now? And then I started watching it again. I've been I've been like watching it a lot now. Yeah. What's the one that Chris Jericho's running? Is that AEW? That's a shit show. That is a well, no, like you know how like WCW and stuff, just all these people are on coke, so they don't know how to run a business. Uh, you know, well, you can still run a business if you're on coke, but sometimes. they just do too much coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Vince McMahon levels of coke, in which that's Man. momentous. Uh-huh. Ric Flair, I don't know how he's still alive. Me neither. If he touched the car battery, he could start a car <laughs> and give it an STD. <laughs> <laughs> then put it in a figure four. Hilton, what are you doing over there? Uh, he's looking into his wrestling past. Uh, it's well known that, like, yeah, speaking of, like, the, the cocaine part, like, that when when No Holds Barred, do you remember that movie, the Hulk Hogan movie with Zeus? Yes, like, yes. I so when one. that movie came out, it was well known that Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan spent an entire night in a hotel room reworking the script. And the... I, I just... Constantly daydream about the amounts of cocaine that was so in that room because Vince McMahon loved Hulk Hogan. I Hulk Hogan was not good. No, well, he was terrible. He was not. He good. was good on the mic. He was, he was pretty great on. I hate Hulk Hogan because he hates people like me. But yeah, uh huh. <laughs> but good reason to hate him. I remember because my dad, like my dad, he used to like. So he put me on a wrestling. Yeah, because he you know he grew up on it. Yeah, he grew up like Von Eric, Ric Flair. Okay, yeah, yeah. Type days. So when we were watching, you know, Stone Cold, The Rock, 
stuff like that. But he was telling me about like like Hulk Hogan. I always hated Hulk Hogan because he liked Andre the Giant. So he was like, "Yeah, fuck Hulk Hogan." I got my big Andre right up there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and Randy Savage. He loved Randy. Randy Savage. I love Randy Savage. Randy Savage is fucking amazing because he was one of the rarities where he was as good in the ring as he was on the mic. He was hot take. If I had to say my top five mic people in wrestling. Savage is top five. <coughs> you know who else is in my top five? Jake the Snake. That's a great pick. Man. Because He's kind of before my time, too, though. He was one of the only ones that could get away with not screaming. Which just He would just whisper his promos, He was man. in AEW. And he, so, he told Cody Rhodes, he said, if I had a Glock, I'd shoot you in the face right oh, now. Shit. <laughs> I was like, yo, that is not the Jake the Snake of old. What's crazy is like the old dudes are... Some, you know how people think like certain things like basketball or mm-hmm. music, like we are evolving, we're better than the old days. But then you look at like, no, you're not. Like he's one of those guys like, oh, he still talks better than like people of today. Yeah. Yeah, he's timeless. Yeah, yeah there's a few five. of those dudes, man. Stone Cold and The Rock are automatically in my top five. The Rock's, yeah. Stone Cold. Also, what a surprising one to uh, not have as deeply problematic views as some of the other guys. Phew, thank God. Right? Uh, like, some of the things that Stone Cold has said in over the past years, I'm like, that is shockingly woke for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Thank goodness. You I know, love that. Because Stone Cold is one of my favorite. He's fucking awesome. He's one of my favorite white people, honestly. <laughs> He's invited to the barbecue? He's, no. As they say. But, no, <laughs> no. 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 I mean, I'd, I'd be like, yeah, pull up, bro. Like, but, you can't come with that accent. You just, it's too, it, people will have too many questions. People will be like, is that Stone Cold? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, brother. Is that stunning Steve Austin? <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Do you remember his character pre-Stone Cold? Uh, when he Ringmaster? Was, when, no, he was stunning Steve Austin. Oh, right? I remember that. When he oh, had hair. Yeah, hair, yeah. When he had hair, and he was like, yeah, trying to be like a pretty boy. Don't get me wrong. Vince McMahon has some terrible ideas, but he has some pretty amazing ideas. One too. of the worst ideas, and we've discussed this both on this and my other wrestling podcast, is when he changed the one-man gang, a perfectly fine character, into... Hakeem, the African dream, the most offensive character of all time. Do you remember that shit? I don't remember. I've seen it, so but he, I don't remember it. Oh, but yeah. Just watching him walk down to the ring is like deeply offensive. And like, that's not like, even God his. Damn it, Vince. Remember Crime Time? Yes. Cr- Brooklyn, Brooklyn. I remember they were talking the DX outside. And Shawn Michaels, I love Shawn Michaels, but he, looking back, I'm like, now Shawn. Yeah. Now. <laughs> He walks. He goes up to them, and they were talking, you know, abonics, uh as Crime Time would, because that's right. their typecasting. Uh-huh. But <laughs> Triple H is like, I can't understand him. And then Sean says, I got this. I speak jive. Oh, I, it is still funny. I'm not yeah. going for it. That's the fucking that's, airplane. That's that's funny. But come on, yeah, come on, Sean. Uh, can you pull up uh, Hakeem the African Dream? Ooh. Yeah, we've Googled that before. I got uh-huh. a message from Google about being careful what kind of sites I was on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah but this Vince poor guy. Or Kofi Kingston, he was born in Boston, and they had him with a Jamaican accent, but he's African. Hey, yeah. at least the, he was black. Look at the way He's they, not even black. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I mean. Uh, like, they did this to a fucking wait, white guy. And can they I were see like, his entrance? Can, yes, can, please. Can you see, have to. Can I see his entrance? Because this is the whitest African since Elon Just Musk. type like ring entrance. They they were like walk as black as you can. He took you wa- know Vince looked at him and said walk like a black guy. Walk like a black. Guy. He probably and, didn't use the term black guy. 
Uh, we, we, no. Fair, fair. Okay. We do his debut. There we go. Try Let's that. See that. Try Let's that. See that. Good old Vic. Thank God he's gone. Uh, yeah. Here we go. You know, McMahon watching the King dance. I realize. Is that Teddy Long? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Is he? Oh no, it's Slick. Oh okay. Just Africa. The music. <laughs> it's slick. I know this song was. I, knew, I feel like this is gonna be a great song here. I don't know. A jive soul bros. The song. And who does the game think he is? Akeem. Oh my God! Turn this off, please. Yes, turn this off. The moves. Watching. And so I, I feel bad calling him it, uh, Hakeem. Uh, watching no, him, Hakeem. I, 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 Akeem, actually, Akeem. They took the H off. He doesn't Akeem. play for the Rockets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hakeem Olajuwon would have been like, no, he would have no, beat the shit no. out of him. <laughs> he would have given them the Matumbo. Hakeem would have exactly beat the shit out of him. <laughs> oh, that would have been so good. Wow, that. That's See just, somebody actually beat up Vince McMahon, it would be so deeply, well, I mean, deeply, deeply satisfying. They've beaten his ass before. Yeah, they're, yeah. People have put hands on him before. That's true. Okay. Like behind the scenes. Mm. On TV and behind the scenes. Oh, really? Okay. He kind of like respects them. Like Stone Cold. You can't fuck around that much and not catch some hands yeah. at least once or twice. They've, several people be like, yeah, I've seen this dude punch Vince McMahon in the face. Oh. That, I think that's why he just, that's how he is because he can take that. He's like, okay, whatever. You hit me. I'm still a millionaire. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's like, I'm on too many steroids to feel it anyway. Yeah. Well, and the dude seems like the guy who's probably got a, a weird fetish like that, let's be honest, where he likes to be slapped or kicked or stepped on with high heels or something. Oh, shit. there's no way he doesn't like like a high heel to the nuts. Yeah. Like, he, he's into that shit. Yeah. I'm glad he's going. Because also, the progression of women's wrestling is uh, women's wrestling is so much better now. Yeah. It's oh, true. yeah. I've so actually have better. seen that. Yeah. Like in the ring stuff, but also like, you know, it's not like a gimmicky just parading women naked in a ring. Well, that's yeah, that's all they used to be yeah, able to do. But now it's like women are like, I'm gonna hit you in the face with a chair. Yeah. And it's like, I this think is the what beginning I, of the end for me was how just how many times Jerry Lawler would yell the word puppies. I hate Jerry Lawler. Yeah, Jerry like, Lawler sucks shit. I hate I hated Jerry Lawler like when I was a kid and didn't get the severity of the things he was saying. Yeah, he but sucks. As an adult, I'm like, this man was extremely racist and sexist yeah, and homophobic. Pervert. And and pervert. Pervert. I was like, he's gross. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Yoshitatsu? I remember the name. He was like a Japanese wrestler. I don't think yeah. he spoke English. Because, you know, Japan wrestling is better than American wrestling. Oh, yeah. Uh, way better. <clears throat> like character, man. Japanese wrestling is doing what wrestling is doing now, but like they did like 30 years ago. Yeah. So, yes, he came to the ring and Jerry Lawler said. There's no way that guy's not tough as nails. Oh, yeah. He's probably a killer. No uh, shit, dude. He said, he said Yoshitatsu is going to do like a ramen noodle drop or something God like that. God damn it, Jerry. And I remember because Michael Cole was like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> How great. Yeah, where, where he just like loses all caring about the FCC and is just like, fuck, Jerry, fucking <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I like Michael Cole because he just kind of like, is it racist? Like he's been like weird. I remember when he's like a heel and people hated him and I hated him. He's really annoying. But that was the point. And yeah, you were supposed to. But like as a regular face, like he's super like a good commentator. He's knowledgeable. He yeah. gives 
Because uh, last WrestleMania, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair were the main event, and it was the first time black women wrestled on WrestleMania. Black mm-hmm. history for me. Yeah. Oh. And the main event, it was an amazing match. It was an amazing match. Bianca Belair is a crazy athlete. Like she was like a she she did like CrossFit after like she was a college like track star. Okay. She did like CrossFit. She's like so she like runs. She like, like throws dudes not to escape danger. She One of like, those people. She hawks people down. <laughs> That's wild to me. She is insanely strong. Oh yeah. She's crazy. Oh there we go. There's a picture of her SEC track. She's crazy. She's crazy. Is that braid real? Uh, hundred percent no. Uh, but. <laughs> It's like some something she got going well, on. Well, I was gonna say whether it's I mean, I guess whether it's real or not real, that's gotta have some She heft. uses it in the ring. I was she gonna say hits, that's she heavy, hits, right? She hits people and it'll it'll like lash them. Like she oh, hits people. that's a whip. Yeah. Yes, she that's called, a whip. That's what the move is called. She did the hair whip. <laughs> I mean, that thing is from head to knee. Yeah. She's like one of my new favorites. She's that's, like the next goat. She's about to change the game. She's about to be huge. Hell yeah. That's she might awesome. surpass like The Rock in popularity because she's just like very charismatic, great in her. Yeah. She's very authentic, but then also she's the most athletic person. I was going to say, and see, that's the key is when you get that double double dose of being good yeah. on the mic and in the ring. Yeah. A video. Could you look this up, please? Yeah, we, uh, sure. While he's, go ahead. Tell him what to look up. Uh, Bianca Belair uh, lifts Otis. Um, one of the great things about rewatching old wrestling as an adult that I realized, and we've talked about this a long time ago, was how many of the heels would make the faces look good by their whole thing. Like uh, the amount of times I saw Ric Flair put somebody over, you know, like um, or Ted DiBiase was another one where like he would make a bad He's face nice. look good. Uh-uh. He's Ted DiBiase. Is he really? No, I mean, no, like, I just loved him. Like, yeah. I like his high. I didn't get the, you know, I wasn't alive, but gotcha. when I walked back, I'm like, Ted DiBiase was dope. He's so good. He yeah. was so good that he would make these shit, like, stiff motherfuckers like Hulk Hogan look good. Yeah. Um, Ric Flair making Lex Luger look good. Sting making Lex Luger look good. Like, that. that's another super stiff guy that was just. Andre made Hulk Hogan look amazing. And Andre's. Oh, yeah. If Andre well, never existed, Hulk Hogan, Hogan wouldn't be that big. Yeah. Well, true. also, he's seven. And the Iron Sheik. Yeah, I actually hates him oh. now. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. It's fuck so it's fucking Twitter funny. Trip. Like, fuck all Hogan. So this is like uh, 10 seconds long. So check this yeah, out. Do it. All this right. is Bianca carrying Otis. Otis weighs 330 pounds. God damn. And Bianca Belair with ease. 330. Damn. 330 just moving it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Just, just imagine. She like attracts... Like, see how she's, like, handling women. Like, she, yeah. So women are, like, 160, 150. She's throwing them across the earth. Like <laughs> yeah, like it's nothing. She's strong as fuck. She's like, you're under 200 pounds? And people, just the beauty of wrestling, it's athletic storytelling. Yeah. You know? like, oh, yeah. I Yeah, I learned that it was fake very young and did not give a fuck. But, like, that's the fun of it. Yeah, like, I didn't care. I don't, of course this isn't real. Right. Yeah, I that's mean, Ric Flair's daughter right there. How much wilder would it be if it were real? Like the fucking right. Undertaker's <laughs> brothers resurrected from the dead and shit. You know what but, I mean? Yeah. Like, but sometimes the Undertaker at all. This, <laughs> what's this guy's obsession with the dead? It? I thought he died. Yeah. <laughs> but if, sometimes, like their real life stuff gets like it kind of merges. So some of this stuff. Well, Vince would force them to do that shit too. Like when they would, he would force them to use their wives and shit. Real, like I hated that. Like Ray Mysterio's son and him and Eddie Guerrero fought for custody. They did it with uh, Jake the Snake's wife. They did it with Miss Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
Man. Oh, Shawn Michaels' wife. I think Shawn Michaels' wife didn't because Chris Jericho like hit her with a. Oh man, this is a good match. <laughs> now we're just really watching this match. We're like, this is fucking rad. <laughs> yeah, no, and women's wrestling is night and day different from what it was. Well, it, that's what it is. The, so we're watching this match right now for the listeners. It's got four women uh, facing off in the ring, and and just the brutality of this it. is like the current probably Mount Rushmore of of of. These women's are, wrestlers, right? These four? Yes. Sasha, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair. So Charlotte's like, well, because, you know, Vince was in love with Charlotte, man. So she, she's won like a thousand titles already. It's of great. Course. She has the, all the records right now. And then Be- Bianca Belair, she's like now. She's the biggest right yeah, now. Yeah. She's taking over now. Becky Be- Lynch was really big for Becky a while, Becky was right? huge for like the past couple years, actually. Yeah. And then Sasha... It's like Sasha is the best, I think, in ring, but and she's like the best character. I don't know about that. I don't know. Sasha's like the best, in my opinion, of those three, and then Bailey too, but she's underperformed. Oh, that was cool. Look at that. Look at that. A beast. Damn. Yeah. Oh, man. She hasn't underperformed, but she wasn't booked how she should have been like the other people. And that's the other thing, too. Like, so we watched Bianca carrying this 300 pound guy a minute ago, but just now she's got this. Which one's the redhead? I don't, I don't Becky know. Lynch. Becky that's Lynch. Becky Lynch. All right. So she's got Becky Lynch above her head doing that thing where her suplex, a suplex. She's straight up in the air. Yep. That can't be easy either. No. This girl could weigh 110 pounds, but to carry her straight up like that's that. That's strength and balance. Exactly. Like, I mean, it, it's you're watching, you're watching something with the, the precision of ballet. Yeah. With the fucking drama of a good there's, soap. There's yeah. choreography. There's timing. Storytelling. Storytelling. Yeah. yeah. There's pure athleticism. Yeah. Because it's people, it's dude, like dudes and ladies, which is like this amount of athleticism is very rare. Like yeah. they train their whole, but also to be able to have the charisma on a microphone, you know, yeah. to have the acting chops, to have the, you know, to mm-hmm. do that and be that athletic. Yeah. takes a lot of talent. And that's the thing is, is women's wrestling back in like the glow days, not that these women weren't athletes, but there was more focus on the drama. They were athletes. They were still oh, like 100%. great yeah. athletes. Because yeah. you have to be, because one mistake, you'll kill somebody yep. in this. So like. But now it seems like there's a bigger focus on the fight, on the, yes. on on what happens in the ring uh, in terms of the match. Yeah, there's not a lot. Well, there's still some kind of tasteless, uh, but that's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, well, you know. it's we're all sexual, but it's very yeah. But also, like you know, like dude, it's still some stuff. I'm like, uh, but it's gotten much better. It's yeah. much much better. Well, and I mean, let's not act like I mean, you know, we don't talk about it a lot i mean they make jokes about the homoeroticism but the dudes in wrestling are pretty sexualized taking a big oh, meaty 100%. dude and putting him in a tiny little pair of shorts you thinking lots they get of baby oiled up and stuff right, too, yeah like, oh yeah 100 grappling around yeah right touching each it's other kinda, it's hard to explain if, nope. <laughs> if, some, if nobody did you oh my god in that sinful manner <laughs> <laughs> like if nobody ever watched professional wrestling and i had to explain it to them delicious they'd be like decadent do you want to tell me something about yourself bro and I'm yeah. like, no it's not like that bro yeah, but 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 and that's the thing is, is is it's not sold in any kind of sexual way. Uh-uh. But the amount of nudity and intimacy and stuff that's on display is impressive for quote unquote family entertainment. <laughs> it only became well, family entertainment hard, recently. I was gonna say, they went right. Well, it was in the eighties, and then it stopped in the Attitude Era. Yeah. <laughs> and they went the prime. They went hard when they were like, we let's be like close to porn. Yeah. And then they were like, okay, we got to stop. Like, yeah. I got to cut that shit out. Yeah. Because when Lita's... Vince it, came down from his bender and was like, oh, fuck, what have I done? 
Lita's titty came out. Uh, it was so many wardrobe malfunctions. You can probably find a still of that somewhere. You'll hundred percent find a still of it somewhere. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna type Lita's titty came out and see what comes it'll, up. It's gonna that titty's gonna pop out right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This will be an instant titty. <laughs> See, you gotta do it. Oh, X oh, it's video. on X video. This is a porn site. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know what you uh, expected. I, I knew that was gonna happen. Damn it, that wasn't safe. Do an image search. search. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so funny that you clicked on that link. Oh, wow. And there go right yeah, there. they were like yeah. doing a. F- oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Lita's titty. And <laughs> well, that's yeah. not. And right. during that time, they had like a whole angle. Cause That's I guess, the most nudity we've ever had on the show. So yeah, this is a, we hit the <laughs> NC17 episode. <laughs> yeah, but that was, wrestling was a wild time. I think that was the moment where they were like, stop all of this. Cut this out. Yeah. And then the women. Cut it out. And the women they were like, can it. we just wrestle? Like, we- Well, I think there's got to be some kind of like curve where your money goes up when you add sexual content to a point. And then eventually the money starts to taper off. Yeah. You start to lose people when you get too sexualized. Yeah, because not everybody wants that all the time. Yeah. I well, mean, I mean, because well, a lot of, yeah, that's because nobody wants, I don't want to watch two ladies mud wrestle that much. Like, not a little bit, but not like that much. Yeah, like once or twice. And if like you know, they like both. For about 30 to 45 seconds, and then I'm good. <laughs> but also, as long as they both are 100% agreeing into doing it, you yeah, know, this like. Is just consi- yeah. This is just. Well, and, are we? Uh, what's the what's the uh, uh, the term? The legal term? A mutual combat state? <laughs> yeah. Is this, uh, is this a consensual combat? Uh, nobody's getting sued. Yeah. Exactly. Because I mean, like, it's been some dudes that that buried alive match was stupid. The match was they had to throw somebody in a grave and then bury them. I remember and that when you whoever's buried first is the the loser. Whoever's <laughs> buried first, bury dies. Human. Yeah. That, <laughs> is, 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 it's thought to go well. I remember yeah. They buried a... Actually, they had a... That fort. was after they killed Owen Hart. <sighs> right? Exactly. No. these They have killed people. People yeah. are dead because of wrestling. Oh, yeah. Multiple. Yeah. Benoit. Yeah. His brain... There is several bodies. <laughs> his brain was mush. And his son. His son looks just like him. Yeah, he's, he like, he's like, he's yeah, I'm gonna get into wrestling. Are you serious? They're like, um, I don't think we should let you do that. I would not. I said, bro, we can't. Hell no, man. I think the Save world. Save your brain. <laughs> Those. The world learned how bad wrestling was when John Oliver did a Last Week Tonight segment on it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the guy that does segments on, like, debt collectors and, like, you know, like, multi-level marketing schemes. Yeah. And he's like, popular entertainment wrestling. Yep, professional wrestling. Is killing people. And honestly, that was so beneficial to wrestling, though, because oh, yeah. like now there's a lot of stuff like they don't do anymore. A lot of moves are like, stop doing that. Cause. Well, and and there's things that they changed about and not all, all the way across the board, because I think WWE is still bad about it. But a lot of the places and I know Eric Bischoff was the one who started it was changing the way that they were contracted, the exactly. way that they were paid. Yeah. Um, the fact that Eric Bischoff gave people basically guarantees and um, you know, they didn't have to work every night to make their money. It was more about staying healthy for the show for the you know it you know they weren't doing four or five house shows a week in between the the monday night nitro tapings you yeah. know what i mean yeah. uh, and then they got a pay-per-view and exactly. that's exactly that's the one you gotta be fresh that's the for. one you're building towards you exactly. know you know every every storyline is building towards a pay-per-view well and that's the thing is is you know this 
they, they, there's a complicated issue here because you've got two major concerns for the performers. You've got to ensure that they're getting paid accurately and you've got to ensure that the toll on their bodies is not so much that it's going to essentially break them for the, the sake of making a fucking television show. I will say their durability is crazy. Oh, yeah. Like Ric Flair's still trying. He wrestled like the other day. It was terrible. But the fact that he still did it, I'm hey, like... 78. I'm like, aren't you... <laughs> You're bro, very old. Yeah. Bro, sit the fuck down, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 70, you, 70s is the decade where stairs give people some problems. And that sure. man is wrestling. Also, that's his fault because he spent all his money on he should he should have enough money saved to just retire. Well, but that's that's across all media. When you if you make it, you gotta have someone on your team who's like, start fucking saving. Save it. And which when they sign these big deals, just set aside. Like a, a relief fund, not a relief, but like a, a fund, like, hey, this is, I'm gonna sit on this. Yeah. A million, you could live the rest of your life with $1 million. Especially now. If you're getting big nowadays and you haven't seen this laundry list of cautionary tales that history has provided yeah. of all these people, you know, who make it and then lose it all. TLC, man. Yeah. They wrote no scrubs and they were also poor. Like, yeah. Because yeah, the, the label wasn't giving them the money. So you got to protect yourself. P. Diddy yep. has screwed over so many artists. So true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. There's uh, quite a few of these industries that are quite exploitative. This is why I don't like child Explo- actors. Yeah. I don't think children. I'm not going to say I don't think children should be actors because we need children to be actors for movies with children and stuff. It's going to be real weird without them because you're going to have adults playing <laughs> yeah. kids. So you do. But like with children, we need like very somebody just watching everything at all times. Cause you ever heard of R. Carly dude? The yeah. dude they made R. Carly. He has like cases out. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I Carly? Yeah. And like a victorious and stuff. Like, and looking back, I'm like, this shit was weird. Yeah, because you got creepers that get into an industry and then they're kind of let loose, especially if something gets successful. You know, one of the stories, uh, one of the topics I pulled up if we got into it was how a bunch of the Me Too cases are finally coming to trial, including one for Danny Masterson, including one for Harvey Weinstein. And these are cases of powerful people being allowed to get away with bad behavior. Terrible Because of that. Paul Haggis, too, which is crazy because he's a uh, former Scientologist that uh, was, like, on Leah Remini's show. Really? Yeah, kind of on the opposite side of Danny Masterson. Yeah. Where some people were saying that Paul Haggis's case might not be real and it was... M- brought forth by the church but then like more people came forward so it's not looking good paul um but yeah danny masterson needs to go the fuck down harvey weinstein they all need to go down uh and hopefully for a very long time yeah hopefully because sentencings are never as long as they should be when it comes to rape cases Mm -hmm. it feels like yeah yeah, I mean, when you're like, ah, oh, this guy brutally raped this girl and he got three years. And you're like, what the That's fuck? Crazy, like three years. You're like, this motherfucker over here got 15 years for a joint. Like, yeah, like, fuck that. Your mother uh, left her kids at home, like her, you know, because she had to go to work. And he's like, well, fucking. Yeah, 20 years for 20 child years. endangerment. I was like, yeah. Oh, America, oh, get it America. together. Got to fix it. Yep. Got to burn it down to fix it. Yep, I agree. Luckily, we have comedy to keep us entertained. Yeah. So sometimes I like to listen to like old school, like real old school. I look like Richard Pryor and stuff, like Dick, sure, like Dick Gregory. Oh yeah, Ooh. and like because people, a lot of people, are like man, I'm gonna say some stuff that the people 
don't want to hear. Or, you know, like, I'm going to say something spicy. And I'm like, okay, man. Go, you know, like, go listen to Dick Gregory. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, Dick Gregory was saying stuff in the midst yeah. of, like, yeah. Yeah. dangerous <laughs> things like, at the time. So I'm like, shut up. You know, so like, you're not Dick Gregory, my, yeah. my friend. That guy was risking his life, Definitely in a sense. Life. You know what I mean? Yeah, Dick Gregory's a legend. Yeah, he is. Well, and that's that's the thing. You know you're a legend when you get re- pulled referenced in Run the Jewel lyrics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Run the Jewel. Me too. I love Killer Mike. Me I'm, too. He's so good. Killer Mike for president. Another great example of someone who's unafraid to speak truth even when it's going to piss people off. It's going to upset people, you know. Yeah. Uh, he had that show on was it on Netflix? Yeah. Uh, where he just talked about toppling power structures. In ways that before that, I hadn't heard anyone of prominence talking about, Mm -hmm. you know, really talking about like turning over the capitalist system, really talking over about abolishing, not just uh, defunding or reducing, abolishing polices. Exactly. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. You got to wait to talk about that because a lot of people that will pay you are opposing that. So then you got to wait till you got your own little, you know, what's the word? I think people can't really like, oh, get them off of there. It's like, no, I own this. So Yeah. yeah. You, you've got to build enough of a base to, yeah, to a when base. people turn their back on you, you still have enough to stand on. And and he did a great job with that. You know, um, and more power to him, you know. It's good, it's good to see because if you don't start to have those conversations, like, because, you know, you walk into a room right now and say, you know, like, topple the capitalistic system. <laughs> and even the people who might be sold on the idea are like, fuck, you about to They're disrupt like, my whole life. I don't want to hear it right now. Or that's going to disrupt my whole life. I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah. You know? So you, if we want to start having those conversations, it has to start as conversations. That's true. So that we can get comfortable with the ideas. Which kind of dystopia do you want? The one where we made it on our own trying to rebuild or the one that got forced because we were like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. You know? A lot of people. That because it's a, it's a big change to take on. Sometimes people are like, man, I'm I'm making it right now. Do we need to really talk about this? Mm-hmm. Also, I don't want that movie to come out. The Till movie. Why are we still making <sighs> these type of movies? Yeah. yeah, that's the market now. I'm noticing is like black trauma is hot right now in Hollywood. And, and I'm like, can we stop? Can oh my god, I had I had a uh, <laughs> I had a bit of a talk with my mother recently. About white savior movies, mm-hmm. like uh, what's what's the one with Sandra Bullock? Uh, oh, the, uh, blind the Blind Side. side. I yeah. fucking hate that movie. Uh. Oh, my mom loves that fucking movie. See, <laughs> I, and I, but here's the thing: after talking to her, she actually came to see what those movies are. Yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm like, every Clint Eastwood movie is a fucking exploitation. Film. Well, and the, and so Clint Eastwood is. A, a piece, piece of, of shit. shit. A piece of shit. Well, and they're Fuck always sold as like opening, you know, kind of giving white people a taste of cultures outside their own and their struggle. But and that's not what it really is. That's a Trojan horse. Exactly. Just like this movie, Till, which is based on the story of Emmett Till, is supposed to be by showing this truth story of struggle to help us open our eyes. But like you say, it's also just glorifying black pain. I would, well, because like his mother, like his mother said, when he, she had his casket open, mm-hmm. so people see what happened to her son. Mm-hmm. And then I also like with that Dahmer thing coming out, it's like people don't care. This already happened. We who didn't know about this? Why yeah. does it need a documentary? Because you, I'm not saying it glorifies, but it does. Because people gonna watch and be like, huh. But then it also makes millions and billions of dollars. Somebody else yeah. can be like, huh? You made a million dollars making a documentary. About 
this poor black child. There's been a lot of other black pe- people that have been done disgustingly wrong. How about mm-hmm. I make some more documentaries about them? And instead, of, how about you help us? Just <laughs> stop doing it. That's yeah. very fair. Well, and not like there's not other stories. Let, let's let's t- tell some stories about that that don't end in pain. Yeah, that, that don't you know make their way through pain. Let's well, how or, about or don't make their entire the whole thing uh, uh, about how. Uh, a black person's success uh, was hinged on a white person. Yeah, like, yep. I wouldn't have made it if it wasn't for you, white guy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I know you didn't, but I was looking out for you. Yeah. Right. Like, right. I'm, fuck that story. Yeah, I'm sick of it. I like, because, like, so, you know, Django, right? That's one of my favorite movies, actually. <laughs> and which is not, it's all, it was almost that, but it wasn't. Because at the end when he like, hey, man, sorry. And he, <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah, there we go. Like he was immediately like, I'm stupid. And like he got himself killed. He's like, I hope you make it. And he did. So I was like, ha, the white dude almost messed us up, but we persevered. Right. <laughs> Django. That's one of my favorite. Jamie Foxx is one of the most underrated people of all time. Yeah. He's one of the most talented, so talented. Men, if not the most talented man in Hollywood. Well, I won't say that, but because like the dude that voiced Looney Tunes, literally. Yeah. <laughs> he did a lot of voices. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, but, but he probably but couldn't. Easily though, Jamie Foxx or Mel Blanc. The most talented man in Hollywood. Grammy Award winning singer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Emmy winner. Oscar mm-hmm. winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, stand-up comedian. Grace. It was, oh, yeah. That's how he started he just off. Needs to, start out stand-up. Yep. He's just a Tony away from an EGOT. Yeah, he's on And I bet you'll get it, too. He should. He, he just needs to be on Broadway. Just he'll, do a Broadway he'll show. He'll do Broadway. I Let's, bet you he'll do he Broadway. We need to start a campaign. Well, and I Get can't Jamie tell you. on Broadway. Can you Fox re- on, hashtag Fox on Broadway. What was his last <laughs> bad movie? Oh, the one I just watched on Netflix the other day. Oh, yeah? Uh, okay. Oh, that day, what was it Day Shift? Yeah. yeah it was, oh, yeah? It was a vampire one, right? Yeah, Snoop Dogg's in it. Uh, Snoop Dogg's in it. All right. Well, then follow-up question. How was Jamie Foxx in it? Oh, he was decent. All right. Like I don't. It was obviously like it wasn't bad. It was just like one of those movies. Like, hey Jamie, we'll give you this much million to be in this movie. Like, Sometimes okay. you need a paycheck. No, yeah, definitely. I don't. That's, that's right. I don't he was in the uh, what was the white savior movie he was in with fucking Robert Downey Jr. Uh, where he played the cellist. Oh yeah, oh, wow. yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. All. God, yeah. What was it called? I'll, Looking it up. Jamie Foxx played like really weird roles. I'm but like, he was amazing. In he that. bodies them though. But I'm like, dang. Yeah. I just didn't see this coming from you. All-Star Weekend? No. Is that it? No, no that is not it. Like Any Given Sunday? Classic. No, it's, that's an unreleased film. Huh. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. did blackface. You know what's crazy? I didn't know he was in blackface until I got older and people told me. Like when I first saw it, I was like. About uh, Tropic Thunder? Yeah. I was like just a little young. But I remember my grandpa took me to go see that movie in theaters. Like my grandfather was like, let's go see this. Yeah. And we died of laughter the entire time. Well, Tropic Thunder is such an interesting story in, in, in the kind of timeline of how popular culture has embraced blackface before finally getting rid of it. That movie came out at the perfect time. If it came out like three years later, that would not be, they'd be like, what the fuck? But yeah. Like, it came out right when people were like, wait a minute. But also in itself, the movie was making fun of it. I guess. Not making fun. Yeah. They were pointing it out though. <laughs> it's called The Soloist. The, the Soloist. Soloist. Okay. Yeah. And and there's, the- I can't believe I couldn't get there. I'm like, you know, the guy playing the cello. Solo, it should be. <laughs> I remember he's by playing himself. solo, <laughs> playing a yeah, solo. That's another, just like white savior movie, and I'm like, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, yeah. we good. Okay. Don't make it anymore, please. No, just man. That's why I liked uh, my favorite thing when Black Panther came out was not even just how you know you had 
this like self-determined black culture that they talked about. They they had a black hero and you didn't not only did you not have any kind of like white savior or white door opening character, but like the one white guy in it was like relegated to like a bit part throughout the whole <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah, finally you're the comic relief, right? Dickhead. It was a, it was a fun kind of like just that tacked on flip of the script. Have you seen the trailer to the second one? <sighs> I'm so fucking excited. It's gonna be good. Yeah, it looks so damn excited. Don't get me wrong. At first, I was like, if he passed, I don't. I know. Yeah, I need to just exit out, like something. But it's hard. Maybe they'll do him justice in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're gonna of of any franchise that's likely to to get get it right or get as close to it as possible. I feel like this is the one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is the one where I feel like they care enough. To be like, look, if we're gonna do this, we have to yeah. do it right. It sucks too, because he was about to be huge. He was yeah. so fucking good. He was actually like he already was so good. He's actually already played Jackie Robinson. Yep. Uh-huh. He played Thurgood Marshall. Mm-hmm. He was James Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> His catalog. I didn't see the James Brown movie. He, yeah. he was good as fuck. Was he really? Like James honest- Brown is next level bonkers, though. <laughs> James Brown, like, oh yeah, top ten greatest artists of all. He's an amazing artist, but he's a he's a pretty wild dude. Oh, 100 percent. He's kind of crazy in the, in the movie, bro. He gets him perfectly. Does like, he really? Yes. Like, Do you remember that interview that he did where he was like high as a kite and, and just yes. the lady kept out. He just would sing names of his songs to every answer. I love. James he's like, whoa! It's a man's world. It's a man's world. <laughs> and like, I don't. Drugs get always, on up. That's what it was. Called. We always joke about in back then the amount of coke these people were doing, the amount of drugs these people. But I think that was a lethal level of cocaine. Why do you think on. the music was so good? Oh, though? Like, I've always said that like drugs, drugs make the best music and they the ruin people's best. lives. Like Rick James <laughs> was off momentous amounts of drugs. Oh yeah, was making legendary music. Yeah. So. It's the old Bill Hicks line. All your artists, all your favorite comedians, all your favorite actors, really Real high, on fucking high on drugs. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. You yep. can tell he was a... Nirvana. The, the things he was doing with a guitar, like, he can't be sober. Yeah. You can't even think to of To come up with that. Yeah, you yeah. can't be sober. And that's, that's, the, that's the thing. And that's what creatives have said uh, again and again and again, is that they could find a way to harness the way that their, their drug experiences have, have helped them think outside the box without the possible detrimental issues, the addiction issues, the health issues, they would do it in a second. Yeah. Because that's what leads a lot of people to going back to that. You know, when you, before you even get into issues about like, the addiction. I'm, I'm getting dry. Because uh, I always joke that Eminem's music sucks now because yeah. he's sober. <laughs> but then it's like, I don't want to say that because I don't want this dude. That's tr- I can't say that. Like, yeah. if he's getting off the drugs, that's good. If the music took a toll... If you're like, as long as we got you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. Uh, more this, Eminem is better than not more Eminem. This is an interestingly named film. The, the Kill, Kill Hole. Hole. Yeah. Lieutenant Samuel Drake. Can you say that out loud? The Kill Hole? The Can Kill you say Hole. that on television? The Kill Hole? The Kill Billy Zane's in it, huh? Wow. The Unalive Hole. Take her to the Kill Hole. Iraq <laughs> War Vet. Oh. Pacific Northwest. Pursue one of his own in the Pacific Northwest Bill. That's, not what, I, that's not what I thought it was going to be about, you guys. Oh, yeah. I got to watch any... <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I gotta watch any. I hate military movies because, like, I was in the military, and it's always so many inaccuracies that I'm like, I can only imagine. It's just like they'll have certain patches on shit. I'd be like, that doesn't go there. I was, but I really, <laughs> you can't match it perfectly because yeah. that's uh, impersonating. You know, yeah. There's certain things that you can't false valor. What? Well, and yeah. well, and isn't there also? And I'm probably way off base, but here, but like, if they if they were to recreate it identically, it would sort of help 
give away what they look like in the, in the field, right? If they were trying to say like, hey, well, yeah, we don't want everybody knowing certain... what the what the generals look like or what the you know, because don't they? If if you're in combat, like you don't want the the highest ranked person to look different from everybody else, right? Well, I tell you, with the internet, Is that true? with the internet, maybe like. Years ago, oh, okay. but like now with the internet, they know exactly what we look like. Uh, if you, I could type in, you could type in right now how to put how to put together the military uniform correctly. Like people have websites and guides and stuff. So but even that, I'm sorry. What I meant was like if you're in combat, you're whoever's the highest rank doesn't have something on their helmet that's like a big star that's like I'm the best one. Uh, actually, yes. Uh, that's kind of wow. So some, shoot me first. Well, people can't see from that far away. Fair also, enough. them they're yep. they're not gonna be. Yeah, see, like a, many there's, videos. There's videos that'll tell you how to do it correctly. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, that's how. So like, military movies, they're just like all chopped up and stuff. It looks crazy, and like yeah. just, their verbiage is like slightly off and like kind of <laughs> corny. Like we don't talk like that, bro. But like, <laughs> I get it. But you know, hyperbole or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. But I like military movies with like black main characters because the black. So people like to say there's no color in the military, which ideally it's not, but it is. Uh, so like black, my black sergeants and stuff, or like when I became a sergeant and like how we interact with other black people is funny in the military to me. Like their view on the military is funny. Black people's view on the military that are in the military is the funniest thing. Because people be like, you must support America. So I could care less. Uh, <laughs> I need money. Uh, yeah. I need free college. That's yes. the only reason I joined. Uh, I needed free college. Every friend of mine that was ever well, in the military. And that's 100% why they offered it. It, yeah. it was just to get it's people a recruitment to sign tool. Up. Yeah. That's the only reason they do the goddamn national anthem before the fucking football games. Yeah. 100%. Because they made a fucking multi billion dollar deal with, uh, with uh, uh, NFL. Yeah, with the NFL, because mm-hmm. the fucking recruitment was sinking. Yeah. Oh, actually, bl- the lowest in a minute. Like, because they were telling people before, like, tattoo policies are, like, way lenient now. Yep. People, you could, yeah, man, y'all can get beards now. So, like, they don't got that yet, but it's coming. Like, a lot of stuff they were, like, super strict when I was in. Otherwise, like, no one's coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one's, everybody's getting out, too. I, psh, I got the fuck out. Good. I didn't want to be in that shit, no. Nor should you. And the other fucked up thing, and I think we've talked about it once a long time ago, is the. It, it seems to me, at least from the experience that I had from my friends and watching them come back, was that that free college wasn't really easy to get once you got back either. Well, oh, wow. I'm using it now too, right now. And what? Well, so you get you got to do a certain amount of years to get it. It seemed like they had to jump through a lot of really dumb uh, hoops to get. Yes, you do. You definitely do have to, and 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 some would give up because it was too complicated. Or I too... gave up at first. Yeah, I tried. See, to... and I feel like that's that feels purposeful. Yeah, definitely. Okay, but then you can't get higher into the military, like ranked, until you do have a degree, because promotion points stuff like that. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. That's wild, man. We need to fix that shit too. We're not. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> it's, yeah. we, we, we pump billions and billions and billions of dollars into it every year, but guess who never sees it? Oh, yeah. My guy right here. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they pay for my college now. I get disability. Yeah, now. but you don't. Yeah, but you don't yeah. get what you should. Oh, I don't know. Fuck no. no. Nobody does. You don't get the mental health care you should. You don't get the the health care you should. You don't. Yeah, I've been looking up for them to pay for my therapy. I'm gonna go to therapy. The fact that you don't yeah. come back and have somebody basically assigned to do that shit for you, so that you're in college without having to do a goddamn bit of work yourself. Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, but the fact that you have to put any work into it doesn't feel right. Preach. Telling you, man, it just feels fucking wrong to me, and it always fucking rubbed me the wrong way. Because my friends would, like I said, I saw several of them just not do it. Because, you know, especially if you come back with PTSD or you come back with with, with these issues, and then all of a sudden you're having to do all this paperwork to try and go to school, which school at that point might be a real fucking struggle for you in and of itself. Yeah, you're likely to give the fuck up, man. And that sucks ass. Yeah. Yeah, really true. Anyway, this is Maximum News. <laughs> no, it's not. Wrong podcast. Wrong, Wrong podcast. podcast. Should we pick and plug? Let's do it. Um, um, what do you got? I'll give a shout out for the Starlight Comedy Night coming up this Starlight. coming Friday. This uh, Friday. October 14th. I am super thrilled. We've got Jules Costa. We've got BB from Northwest Arkansas. And we've got Sandra Slade all taking the stage. <sighs> Legend. Laura and myself as well. Less yeah. legends. Less legends. Still cool though. <laughs> I love Melora. Not uh, as cool see. as Sandra, you guys. Nah. Is Neither. anyone as cool as Sandra? No, I, don't I don't think know. so. Man, dude, Sandra showed up when I was at the Looney Bin last week and I hadn't seen her in a minute. And just it is always good to sit and BS with her for a few. Yeah. I was glad to see her around. Yeah, I was gonna come up with Courtney, but uh we were prepping. Yeah, Courtney for came to the show. She came yeah, up with yeah. uh Rachel. Got I to know, see them. Good yeah. people. Good stuff. Uh, thanks to everybody who came out to the Looney Bin uh, last week, week before, whenever the hell I was there. Good to see all of you, and I'll be doing it again in the spring. I'll let you know about that. Over on the pick side, I'm going to give a shout-out for a couple of new books I picked up. Started reading the new uh, Batman vs. Robin, if you're a DC guy. Uh, glad to see Mark Wade writing comics again. Uh, coming on the heels of his World's Finest book, which is a Batman-Superman book. Here's the thing, man. Um it's easy to get mired in the muck of like comics that are like you feel like you have to read 14 stories beforehand. Mark Wade's doing a good job just telling easy jump on stories that anybody can get into with characters you're familiar with. So if you want something good, check out Batman versus Robin uh, on your local comics stores racks. <laughs> All right. I don't know why, but I like the way that ended. Uh, I, uh, no plugs uh, other than uh, check out Maximum News. Uh, we'll be back to recording again, uh, hopefully this weekend. Um, and of course, uh, look out for the What About podcast. We'll be coming soon. Yeah. Uh, that'll be myself and Ryan Green and Cam Porter uh, being very dumb and silly. Um, and of course, you know. <laughs> OLAMinistries.com. Yeah. People versus Paper Podcast is on there. You'll like that show. Yeah, we I'm got uh, on it. Podcast I've been on it a couple times. You should come on again soon. <laughs> Podcasting to Perfections on there as well. Listen to some Tremor stories. That's right. If you like Tremors, they're doing the whole series of Tremors and breaking it down. And uh, other than that, uh, picks, man. Um, haven't been uh, watching a lot this week. I did start uh, reading Sarah Edmondson's book about uh, the Nexium cult. That's very interesting. Oh, cool. Uh, speaking of that, season two of The Vow, if you watch The Vow, the HBO series about that, uh, season two of that's coming out next week, I believe, October 17th, something like that. Um, that that story is just crazy. Uh, so much so that, and this is just funny, if it... This is for a very select few people, but the people that know the story very well will know how I felt. But last night I took my son to volleyball. He plays volleyball. He loves the sport. 
And as I was in the parking lot waiting for him, I see a guy kind of short, long hair, kind of scruffy, with glasses, kind of dorky, walking into the volleyball court. And I was like, I almost texted my son, hey, if this guy starts talking to you about like life and shit, run away. Because <laughs> <laughs> he looked kind of like Keith Ranieri. Okay. Um, if you watch that uh, thing, he's he's in volleyball was his thing for some reason. And he's he's, of course, like a lot of these fucking cult leaders, he's like, kind of dorky and short and not anything to write home about and somehow he's like yeah uh i'm gonna need to fuck your wife you know that kind of guy <laughs> they always are like okay yeah do it man do it'll it. get me to valhalla or whatever the fuck sabato <laughs> <laughs> so, what about you any picks or plugs uh plugs uh so it's sunday i'll be at the looney bin doing a show with a hugo willie uh tomorrow night Oh yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow. Sweet. Sure. So as you're listening to this day of, yeah, uh, and it'll be so it's October 9th. If you yes. happen to catch it tomorrow morning, if you're listening, if you're on hearing Sunday, this today, 9th, yes, come October on out 9th, Sunday at the Looney Bin. I'll be there doing stand up comedy. Uh, Tuesday the 11th, I'll be at Lefties, the left at uh, on Greenwood at the restaurant doing stand up there. Uh, what else am I doing? Uh, the 14th, I don't know where this place is. I, who cares? No, I mean. Where Follow me do, on. Do you know the name of it? Oh, yeah, we'll tell you where 14th? it's at. I don't yeah. know where the place is, though. No, I just wrote down. Ah, uh, just like comedy somewhere. <laughs> and I was, I was just going to text him the day of and be like, where is it at? I again? get that. I, well, that 14th is Starlight. So if they if they don't test you ba- text you back, come, come hit up Starlight. We'll, we'll put you on for I would, Yes, I would love to. <laughs> we'll get you back. Yes, if you don't want to go to Starlight. Actually, I won't even plug that one because. <laughs> nah, there's always, always enough shows. So. That's right. And, and they can follow you on Facebook if they want to yes. see some more upcoming shows. Yes. I'll post all my shows on Facebook. Cepeda, C-E-P-E-D-A, Cheeks, like your face. Uh, and comedy, space cheeks comedy, or you could just add me. Off. But any relation just, to NBA legend Mo Cheeks? Uh, people say that all the time. I know, I'm <laughs> yeah, sure they do. Nah. That guy was good. He uh, coached what well, Trailblazers for a while. It was head funny. coach. That was my uh, dad's was, favorite player. Was it really? He had my name. So yeah. it was nice. Like, uh, he was an assistant coach for the Thunder for a few years. He was a oh, okay. great point guard coach. It's one of the reasons why Westbrook was so productive. Yep. Oh, all right. 100%. That's actually very, very true. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Mo Cheeks. And then. Uh, <laughs> For picks, I'll say uh, I rewatched Scarface the other day, and it's definitely the best movie ever. Uh, nice, it's definitely, but it's just crazy because who was his name? That is Scarface, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Uh, he's not Cuban. No, no, he's yeah, Italian. very nice. Yeah, he's yeah, not he's, Cuban. He's an Italian guy. He did a great job though, okay. but also is you know we'll let that slide. Oh yeah, they uh, were classic for that. Yeah. I mean, Short Circuit, Fisher Stevens. Yeah, well, not I, Indian. I'm not. Is that? Are we giving that a pass though? I don't. I'm. It's kind of too good. I mean, it's not, I'm not saying it's too good to give. I'm not. Let me not say that. It's just it's too late to like. Is it too late? I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of like right. Like Ben Kingsley is Gandhi, right? Yeah, that's he because he was not Indian. Or like all those white Egyptians. Yeah, and every Egyptian, movie. every every, one every of Egyptian them. movie before 1995. Yeah, Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal, Prince of Persia. Okay, some of them after 1995. I'm gonna go see the New Little Mermaid 12 times. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! Yeah, yeah. Did y'all see? Uh, they're making a new Scooby Doo series, right? Uh-huh. About oh yeah, Elmer, yeah, though. and with Norville, yeah, Norville, Black Shaggy. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah, I can just. And Thelma's a lesbian, and, and people are pissed, and, and I love it. Shaggy, I'm not He's seeing. Black. Is Scooby supposed to be a pit bull now? Like, shut fuck up. you, <laughs> do you shut up? If God, 
I had not heard that. That's all that's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Also, if you know what, I'm fine with it. Scooby. Oh yeah. I tell you what, as a black man, uh, if I was Shaggy, Scooby had to sleep outside now though. No, just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I'm joking. Scooby oh, can't man. come in the kitchen no, though. That no, is one rule. No Scooby on the couch. Yeah, let's no just Scooby have a let's call it a let's call it now a pre pick for a new Scooby Doo. Yeah, I'm down for new Scooby. Uh, the, remember uh, remember the hot dog water story. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there was a character in one of the Scooby Doo series that they called Hot Dog Water, and it blew my fucking mind. It's disgusting. Why it's this? so weird. It's so weird. Why? I, what? What context would what? It ever? Be, uh, hi. It's not a name. Hot yeah, dog water is not a name. It's not it's something not you call another person. Yeah. It's funny. It's very funny. It's nasty. But that's mean. They saying you stink. It's gross. <laughs> yes. Right. I'm like, why is this in this cartoon? That is not cool to that's teach hilarious. kids. Hey, go back to school and call your friend hot dog water. Get your ass beat. And then, oh, and I watched, uh, no, I've been listening to a lot of, like, uh, Public Enemy lately. Oh, cool. Nice. I don't know why. I've just been listening to a lot. Because of it's good. Chuck yeah. T is fucking mm-hmm. awesome. Public, Public Enemy, like Ice Cube and stuff. He's another one like uh, like Killer Mike that was just very. Uh, very outspoken. Well, and yes, and and, and, and everything was had, had a message. Every You know, yeah. the songs were very socially um, poignant. Yes, know. I mean, so don't get me wrong. Some stuff they would say, I'd be like, hey, "Relax, my guy." Uh, <laughs> but, but like, yeah, I'd say Public Enemy. We're not going past ninety nine. Let's keep it right before ninety nine. Fear of a Black Planet. Yeah, Fear probably. of a Black is one of the best albums of all time. Oh yeah. yeah. And then Apocalypse Not Yeah ninety one. Mm-hmm. See, that was good. That's a good era. That's yeah. a good. That's some good shit. I'm gonna and say then Flavor Flav, Most Wanted was around then. The Flavor Flav made the Flavor of Love and complete oh, yeah. all the work. Oh, yeah, all the work we were doing, and he just whoops, dropped it down the stairs, y'all. Oh, the day that Flavor Flav did uh, what was it? The Surreal Life that led to that. Yeah, with Bridget. The Nielsen. day that he did the Surreal Life, you know Chuck D was like, God damn it! What the what? Flav, come Flav, on, man! What? He had three seasons. Women, you know, he called him up. Was like, really? Come yeah. on. You wouldn't do it? He's no. No, Flav, I'm fucking Chuck D. No, I wouldn't do it. Flavor Flav had the flavor of love where women, like 20 something women, competed oh, yeah. to be his lady. Mm-hmm. And then, after his heartbreak with Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah, yeah, Red Sonia. And then after the first season, these girls fought over this man. Mm-hmm. And one girl came in second place and he brought her back for the second season. And then she won second place again. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine. And then <laughs> she got her own show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're talking about New York. Yes. Yeah. New York. I and love New York. Mm-hmm. On the first season, one of the dudes became a professional wrestler after. And what? Ma- and married Jennifer Hudson. Wait. David Otunga. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So you see how you see the butterfly effect. Wow. <laughs> and there was there was two other guys on her show who the were flavor, brothers. The flavor effect. And they got their own dating show. Oh, real and chance. Yeah. Yep. Real passed away a couple. Oh. Of, the long hair one. Yeah. He passed away. He had oh. cancer or something. That's a shame. Yeah, man. But, but yeah, the chance yeah. do he has a show recently, but it's on this like you know like like those fire stick ass. Channels. Oh yeah, like a Roku channel. Yeah, but low key the show is like kind of popular though. Okay, it's, 
he had a <laughs> the base of the show is so fucked up. He was like, "Yeah, my brother's gone now, but I'm still looking for love." I was like, "What?" Wow. Was like, and he has his own show, and he's women are still. He could have just not mentioned his dead brother. Capitalism sure. is destroying us. <laughs> oh, I used to wear a shirt. Uh, that says capitalism kills art. It was one of my favorite shirts of all time. Well, why are people competing? Even before New York and Real Enchance, we should have known when there was a period in time where a huge chunk of the population was deeply concerned whether or not Flavor Flav and Brett Michaels were going to find their forever love. Who gives a shit? That was uh, some of the Which best one died? <laughs> it might, may have which been. one died? Uh, Real. Real? Real. Yeah. Long oh, hair. Real. So yeah. Chance lived. Okay. Chance is alive, but Real's the one that passed. Well, that's the lesson. That's hilarious because those two brothers went on the same show pursuing the same woman. Yeah. And also, was no beef happened. They were like, hey, psh, whatever, bro. No, yeah. Because you know they were like, we're just going to be on TV. I think 50 bucks says they were already Eskimo brothers. And they both, oh, 100%. Yeah. Two, <laughs> they both went really far into the show. <laughs> they were like two of the last ones, I yeah. want to say. Yeah. And they're both like, hey, bro, like one of us is going to have to, you know, like lose. Yeah. He's like, hey, you're still my brother. <laughs> we're cool. That's, Whoever wins. That's a cool. real. Those are two people that I know trust each other beyond. Yeah, that's that's brotherly love. Yeah, that's trust, right? That's <laughs> wild. But we will not let women get in between what we got. <laughs> <laughs> man. Well, hey, Cepeda, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you for you, doing man. the show. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, follow him on all the social medias, Cepeda Cheeks. Go catch him on stage. And uh, follow Hilton at yeah. Herbal oh. Cloud. I'm at Childer Zampino. I forgot. Yeah, come to the Cellar Dweller on Sundays. Oh, no, we didn't talk about the Dweller. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Oh. Every Sunday night, you're hosting that open mic with Roscoe. With Roscoe. Right we, here in Tulsa, 7th and Denver area. Yeah, Cellar Dweller. A uh, little, like, in the cut type spot. Me yeah. and Roscoe are the co-hosts of that. Sign-ups at 8. We start at 8.30. If you want to, if you're late, message me on Facebook. Beautiful. Or the cheeks. I'll get you on there. Nice. Good way. Way to get it in there right at the end. We did it. Uh, Hilton's at Herbal Cloud. I'm at Child of Zampino. Hilton, you're my friend. Yeah. Take it from me. I love you. <laughs>